This is entitled A Dystopian Peter Pan. This is a Toby Rogers repost entitled Democrats aspire to create a society made up entirely of obedient children ruled over by the abusive pharma state. This is again, it's by Toby Rogers and I've left a link to his Substack, published originally March 18th, 2023. And his Email is tobyrogers.substack.com. One of the strangest facets of the iatrogenocide, and this is Toby's word that he coined, iatrogenic means a disease that's caused by physicians, and he combined genocide with iatrogenic into his word iatrogenocide. One of the strangest facets of the iatrogenocide is that many Democrats can no longer tell the difference between adults and children. It brings me no joy to note this, but it's everywhere and I have not seen others report on this, so I will. Number one, Democrats at all levels of government, from President Biden on down, to county supervisors and city council members believe that children should be able to make the decision to take puberty blockers, such as the chemical castration drug Lupron, and undergo sex change surgery that will leave them permanently infertile. And he has a headline here, trans surgery banned for children is, quote, close to sinful, says Joe Biden. U.S. President hits out at Ron DeSantis's plans for Florida as he calls for federal laws to protect transgender rights. Nearly all mainstream medical associations, e.g. the American Medical Association, the American Academy of Pediatrics, and the Endocrine Society, <clears throat> and public health agencies are staffed by Democrats, and they are all on board with this. Democrats are making several extraordinary intellectual mistakes in this case. First, thinking that children have the intellectual capacity to make an informed decision about complex medical issues with lifelong implications. Second, not even bothering to study the possible long-term harms from this approach. Third, seeing adulthood as a disease to be prevented. And fourth, not realizing that in many cases pharma and surgeons are enriching themselves by taking advantage of children on the autism spectrum. In a sane world, any one of these points would end this scheme, and yet Democrats all fell in line in the space of 15 years. And Toby has two maps of the United States. The first one is the number of pediatric gender clinics in, the, in 2007, and there seem to be only two. And the second is number of pediatric gender clinics in 2022, and there seem to be 50, of course, clustered on either coast. And unfortunately, seemingly in every single state. Number two. Every blue state pushes minor consent bills to allow children to be vaccinated at school without their parents' knowledge or permission. It's nearly impossible to overstate how evil these bills are. Children are not old enough to properly weigh risks and benefits from vaccines. Children will not know their full medical history and any possible contraindications going back to infancy. What happens if the child is injured by a vaccine and the parents don't even know that a vaccine was administered? How will the parents apply for injury compensation during the brief window of eligibility without knowing what was done to their child?
minor consent bills are a violation of federal law that requires vaccine information statements to be provided to the parent or legal guardian for any vaccines on the childhood schedule. I also want to underscore this brazen hypocrisy of minor consent bills. Democratic lawmakers claim that children are mentally capable of making a decision about vaccination. Yet these bills do not allow a child to refuse a vaccine that their parents have consented to. So are children capable of making this decision or not? It seems that Democrats consider children to be capable decision makers insofar as they are submissive and obedient to the drug cartel and all risk of harm is borne by the child in secret. A federal court struck down Washington, D.C.'s minor consent bill thanks to the brilliant work of Aaron Siri and his team, thus setting a precedent that these bills violate federal law. And yet Democrats, including those in the California legislature, just keep bringing up these minor consent bills every year. Number three, endocrine disruption caused by giving shots to pregnant women, the HIV vaccine, and COVID shots mean that some children will never hit puberty. Democrats seem fine with this, even though fertility already fell below replacement prior to COVID, and now fertility will decline even further. Four, two of the most important issues for Democrats are climate change and vaccines. And on both of these issues, they used teenage actors with no relevant education or experience to carry their message. That's Greta Thunberg in the case of climate change and Ethan Lindenberger in connection with vaccines. Rather than engage on the substance of these issues, Democrats crafted these campaigns as messianic children's crusades. The message that Democrats are sending is that children somehow know better than adults by virtue of being children, which is an odd stance to take on complex scientific policy matters. Five, the intellectual guiding light of progressivism at the moment, Michael Foshot, born in 26 and died in 1984, also had trouble understanding the difference between adults and children and likely was a pedophile. Foshot's genius is celebrated by left social scientists while his sexual abuse of boys in Tunisia is overlooked. Why could Foshot's interest in pederasty have shaped his philosophy that sought to erase hither, hitherto for existing categories in society. I find all this extremely strange. The heroes of the progressive movement, John Kennedy, Robert Kennedy, Martin Luther King, Joan Baez, Gloria Steinem, and Betty Friedan were grown-ups, statesmen and stateswomen who took seriously their role in society. In the 1960s, Democrats aspired to stop toxic pollution and achieve equality for women and for people of color. Now the Democratic Party wants society to remain in a condition of permanent childhood with the pharma state as the abusive parent. Democrats' most cherished policy goal seems to be a dystopian version of Peter Pan. What is it about adulthood that Democrats fear? I think the answers might be surprisingly straightforward. Pharma fears adults because only adults can hold them accountable. 
no adults, no Nuremberg 2.0. So pharma wants as few adults in society as possible. Totalitarian regimes always attempt to disrupt families because they are an independent source of power outside the control of the state. Also, pharma makes a fortune from poisoning kids with vaccines, treating vaccine injuries, poisoning kids, many of whom are on the spectrum, with puberty blockers, surgically mutilating kids, and just generally destroying people's health. The fourth industrial revolution is a police state where people are required to remain obedient children forever. And the bougie-crats, well, they never really stood a chance. Their parents vaccinated the hell out of them because they thought they were doing the right thing. Many of them have been on hormonal birth control and SSRI antidepressants, including Prozac, which is a fluoride compound, since they were young. And now with regular COVID shots, the injuries accelerate. I think that fearing adulthood is a symptom of widespread neurological injury in this population. So the official platform of the Democrat Party, preventing children from ever becoming adults via endless vaccines, pills, injections, and surgeries, becomes a sort of Munchausen syndrome by proxy dressed up as enlightened public policy and allopathic, quote, standard of care, unquote. I will have more to say about what we do about this in a subsequent post. At a minimum, people who do not understand the difference between children and adults should not be in a position of authority. Also, we are going to need a national voluntary detox effort to help people recover from the harms inflicted on them by the psychotic pharma state. It is a sign of the times that anyone who thinks there is a difference between children and adults is somehow now labeled a conservative. Blessings to the warriors, prayers for the the vaccine injured, and everyone fighting to stop the iatro genocide. Huzzah for everyone working to build the better world our hearts know is possible. In the comments, I'm eager to hear your thoughts. Is my analysis correct, or am I being too hard on the bougie-crats or otherwise misunderstanding or missing something about the current conjuncture. As always, I welcome any corrections. Yoho comment, Toby is brilliant as usual. I am less surprised than Toby about the Democrats. I had no illusions about their purported idealism, and I had no prior affiliation with either party. For a comprehensive history of the Democrats' takeover by foreign enemies and criminals, Read Whitney Webb's two-volume work, One Nation Under Blackmail. And here's my pitch. Your 13-year-old niece, Charlie, is listening to purple-haired people of uncertain sexuality who do trans messaging on YouTube. Send her mother a copy of Cassandra's memo and show her the trans chapters. As we know, mama bears are responsible for baby bears. The ebook is only a dollar at Barnes & Noble. The hardcover is about 30. 